Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is September the 25th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Just another manic Monday. Uh, overall, vibes are pretty tight. Uh, haven't done anything too wild, too crazy, but I will say I have a really fun banger food corner to talk about, so let's get into that. I um, had a belated birthday dinner on Sunday, and it was really fun and really yummy. I went to some family friend's house, and we just got to kick it, you know, catch up, do all that fun stuff, but they had asked me previously, you know, what did you want for dinner? And I, you know, I, I molded over, I thought about it, thought, you know, like, you know, everyone involved, maybe like, what, what might they like? Will they, will they fuck with what I'm, I'm thinking and cooking in my head? What I landed on was this. I said I wanted pierogies and I wanted uh, Polish meatballs because that was just something that I'm like, man, in my head, I want to eat some pierogies, have some Stella's, like that's such a like, yummy little meal, like a snack, but you can eat so many that it's a meal. And I also was just thinking I've never had Polish meatballs. So I was like, boom, boom, let's make that happen. So they were like, we, we can do you one better. We'll do that. We'll do two types of pierogies. We'll do two types of meatballs. So we had like one pork meatball. And then I think the other one was like a sausage and pork mix, maybe something like that. But it, it, it had one had like a chicken gravy, if I'm not mistaken. The other one had a mushroom gravy. That was wild. Then there was cheese pierogies. There was potato pierogies. So that was like, whoa, so good. Then uh, they added kielbasa, which was just like such a good call. So, so good. <laughs> I also love that we we all sat down and then there was, um, I just did some kind of bread and they got onion rolls, which was just paired so, mm, so good. The, the one thing I would say, we didn't think about any kind of greens. We just kind of got it all together, and it was just wonderful. But I was like, oh, we were, like, kind of joking about it. It's like, yeah, this is very one note. We did not put anything in there, like, that was green, any kind of lettuce, whatever. But it was so yummy. I love heavy food. Mmm, so good. So savory. Um, yeah, I had a really good time. So, yeah, that's my food corner. That was my Sunday. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, um, go, let me go ahead and take my little startup, and then we'll get into some news. Ooh-wee. Okie dokie. Our first story comes from Reuters. Kosovo says Serbia should hand over escaped Serb gunmen after deadly shootout. All right, I got to preface this one. Uh, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of in over my head on this. I'm going to try to give as much uh, good coverage as I can, and then we'll move on to the next beat. But uh, here we go. Kosovo called on Serbia on Monday to hand over ethnic Serb gunmen it said had escaped after a shootout with Kosovar police that killed four people in the restive north of the country, aggravating tensions between Pristina and Belgrade. The gunmen stormed the village of B- Bank- Banska, 
on Sunday, battling police and barricading themselves into a Serbian Orthodox ministry. Police retook the monastery late Sunday after three attackers and one of the police officers were killed. Uh, and one police officer was killed. Uh, let's see. The United States condemned attacks on police and urged governments of Kosovo and ex-Serbian province with a 90% ethnic Albanian majority and Serbia to defuse decades of antagonism. So we've kind of talked about this a little bit. Uh, just in terms of like with Kosovo, them, you know, really trying to stick and fight for their independence, even down to like things like, look, we want our license plates to be our license plates. Like stop fucking with this shit. Stop trying to like, you know, micromanage it. So they really are fighting for their shit down to like, like a molecular level. And, you know, you understand that, like that kind of comes with the whole nationalism package. You know, you fight for your space and your place and then... You know, you're going to keep trying to defend that and grow upon it and make it be as real as you can, right? Like, you know, um, that's kind of how that, that shit goes. But, um, yeah, I mean, sadly, these kind of, you know, situations can flare up, uh, you know, really. And once they happen, there's no good that can kind of come from this. You know, when, when two parties are literally just doing the violence to each other, um, you know, naturally, it's, it's only going to seemingly spread to more conflict, more controversy. Uh, Kosovo Interior Minister Zahel Slefkla said six wounded members of the armed group had been hospitalized in the southern Serbian city of Novi Pazar, near Kosovo's northern border. We are demanding from Serbia to hand these men over to Kosovo authorities as soon as possible to face justice for their terrorist crimes in addition to any others who had escaped to Serbia, Slavka told reporters. Serbian government officials did not immediately respond to Reuters for comment. So they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, it does say just more details on what happened. Uh, Kosovar police showed reporters around 20 SUVs and an armored truck they said was used by the gunmen. Three vehicles were painted with the K4 logo the NATO peacekeeping mission in Kosovo. So essentially, they were like, you know, moving incognito um, and, you know, really just kind of made this shit happen. And, you know, that's obviously, you know, kind of adds to this where it's just like, yeah, this was a, a calculated thing. Like, this isn't just one of those things where it feels like someone's punching it up when they say terrorism. It's like, no, this was a an, an act that they meant to, you know, see violence done. So, you know, but th that being said, I, I don't know that I'm not trying to sit there and say, like, I feel, oh, I'm going to tell you who's a good guy here, who's a bad guy here. You know, more times than not, almost every fucking time I'm talking about two bad parties or just two parties doing a thing that's not good. And, you know, what what are, what are we to fucking do? I, I do think sometimes it is best for me to just try to be as non-biased as I can, especially when I do not know enough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll call that coverage for this. Um Definitely implore you to, you know, read that, get the full nuggy if you'd like. Um, and hey, if you know what the fuck is up in these areas, these regions, this, this shit I'm talking about, by all means, let me know. Rap with me. Talk with me. I'm always down to learn, re-educate myself, do some correction corners, you know, and, you know, hopefully boost the knowledge of the whole audience. That's, that's really what I'm here for. I mean, this is something that is a vain project for myself, but, you know, I obviously don't want to get shit wrong. You know, it feels bad. But, um... You know, speaking of more things I might get wrong, let's talk about more news. Uh, NPR. 
NASA asteroid sample lands safely in Utah before being whisked, whisked away by helicopter. Um, I do love the picture here. It's it's one I use for my thumbnail. It just looks like this like charcoal briquette like thing just sitting out in a fucking desert. Uh, and it, it turns out there's a little asteroid chunk in there, a little piece of an asteroid. Um, but scientists are exulting over the safe arrival of a canister containing about a cup's worth of asteroid rocks collected 200 million miles away that landed in the Utah desert after a seven-year NASA mission sent to retrieve them. The black pebbles and dirt are older than Earth and are understood undisturbed remnants of the solar system's early days of planet formation as part of a asteroid named Bennu. These rocks traveled unsullied through space for eons. Also, I was doing a little bit more research because, you know, yet again, I just felt a little bit more like, confused about like the importance of Bennu and what's going on. Uh, I think part of the reason they are doing research on this too is because technically in about, in less than like 200 years, this is like an asteroid that's going to be close to us or passing by us. At least that's what it's calculated. There's a like a decimal percent chance that this could hit the Earth in like 2182. Uh, not likely. And I think that's part of the reason why a lot of the media is spinning it. So it's like, hey, this is more of a fact-finding, research-gathering thing. We stand to learn a lot from this whole expedition that we've done. Uh, not so much of like, oh, how do we stop this 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 asteroid? But it does kind of serve both purposes, just in case. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they were able to, um, you know, kind of tail this, uh, this asteroid, you know, get a sample of this asteroid, and then um, bring it back home, literally back home to the United, or not the United States, well, yes, to the United States, you know, to America, whatever, back to Earth. That's what I was looking for. America is Earth. <laughs> no. <laughs> That, that's American brain, my bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was just like really cool. You guys know I like talking about any kind of science stuff, any kind of space stuff for real. I'm a little space boy sometimes. Um, let's see what else I wanted to pull here. Uh, da, 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 the NASA's OSIRIS REX spacecraft launched in 20, 2016 and in 2018 finally reached Bennu a rubble pile of an asteroid about the size of the Empire State Building. The spacecraft tagged along with the space rock for nearly two years, and in 2020, it finally dipped down and briefly touched Bennu to gather a sample. Um, so yes, then that sample um, landed in the desert near Salt Lake City. It was quickly whisked away, and they should be opening the contents either later tonight, which is Monday, or Tuesday, and then, you know, maybe, like, talking about the findings, things of that nature. Um, but yeah, I just thought the show was pretty cool, pretty interesting. Once again, can't stress enough, it's, it's not something that, you know, you need to worry about your future spawn or whatever, like, oh, is, is this, like, an end of the world's Armageddon? <laughs> no, it's not, I don't think it's crazy like that. But um, definitely an interesting find. Definitely interesting, like, space research. Uh, also, I think another thing I had heard from BBC is that there could be a kind of thing where, like, this whole procedure kind of shows that, like, hey, we could go to the moon. We could go to another planet, get set up there, do our thing. And, like, what our astronauts could do if they, like, needed to, like, maybe find, like, farm resources or something like that, they could literally shoot off, like 
you know, a kind of rocket do, you know, land on an asteroid, land on another thing in the nearby area, you know, space-wise, get shit, and then bring it back. So it's kind of like a proof of concept in that regard as well. I thought that was kind of cool. It's cool that, like, all the space heads, scientists, or whatever, are always thinking, always planning, plotting, scheming. You know, maybe, maybe we'll be on Mars, you know, sooner than later. Who knows? I don't know. I probably... I, I truly don't think this is, you know, we're, we're kind of off now, but I don't know. Like, do, are we going to be on Mars in our lifetime? I, I feel like no. I feel like we're not going to actually have a human being on Mars by then, but it'd be cool. That'd be hella fucking cool if that winds up happening. But, um, you know, these are things, thoughts in the future, you know, space, things to ruminate on. Let's move along. Let's get back to the real world. Well, you know, Earth, planet Earth. What happens on Earth stays on Earth. Um, let's see. From The Guardian. Uh, we're actually talking about Ireland. Uh, Gymnastics Ireland fails to apologize despite row over metal snub for black girl. Uh, so this is a really bummer, sad story. You know, just you hate to see it kind of situation. Gymnast, uh, Gymnast Ireland, also known as GI for this article, um, suppressed a personal apology letter to a young gymnast whose treatment at a medal ceremony sparked international outrage and have refused to acknowledge or tackle systematic racism in the sport, her family say. Video of the event in March of 2022 shows a judge handing out participation medals to a line of young gymnasts but ignoring, ignoring the only black girl. A photographer, coach, and other officials look on without intervening with an audience of hundreds in the stands. Uh, let's see. Despite the official settings, Gymnastics Inter... Uh, GI. Uh, gymnastics Internet Ireland. I keep wanting to say international. I'm glad they, they do say GI. Um, GI officials declined to attend mediation effectively casting the incident from March 22, uh, March of 2022 as a purely personal dispute between the family and one woman, uh, which I believe is the, the judge, um, the gymnast family say. Uh, GI, the sport's national governing body, did not make any com- commitment to in public statements to investigate the incident, implement anti-racism policies, or improve protection for athletes of color for 18 months it did not apologize to the family um yeah essentially this whole situation happens and i do have to add to that uh gi you know and the people say hey the 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 girl did get the medal before she left the field of play so they say but essentially this whole event happens and you see everyone get a medal in the video and the the girls gets passed over and she's looking like well what do i what am i doing here what what is up like like you know what i mean it's just so crushing to have that kind of moment happen to you and you do the math instantly i'm sorry as a black person you immediately do this thing and you go well, what happened? What's going on? What's the problem? And you go, oh, it's me. And it's got to be because I'm different. You know what I mean? And, and clearly, what's the difference? Um, it's my fucking skin. And it's it's super upsetting that they go through this whole fucking thing. There's the photographer. There's the audience. No one goes, hey, what the fuck? What's going on? And then the girl gets the medal. And apparently, the judge, like the judge of the proceedings... Um, realizes how fucked up this is, and they they send a letter, 
And um, the letter is sent to GI, Gymnastics Ireland. Got to try to keep myself sharp here. Um, but they just hold on to the letter. And instead, they, they send, like, a two-line to whom it may concern. Um, you know, sorry for being racist. <laughs> if that They don't even really, like, take responsibility. It is a very, like, just blanket whatever, you know, uh, statement. And they send that. And, you know, of course, the, the mother... Uh, is just very upset she's very livid and you understand why you understand how like something like that is just not enough and then of course with like um you know national publicity uh gymnast like simone biles an american gymnast considered by many to be the greatest of all time contacted the family and sent the girl a private uh video message of support uh this month the footage went viral again and biles went public with a message of support for the girl and condemnation for her treatment. Uh, let's read the quote. It broke my heart to see there's no room for racism in any sport or at all, um, she said on Twitter, formerly known as, or X, formerly known as Twitter. Her teammate Jordan Childs or Chiles, an Olympic silver medalist, also condemned the video. This is beyond hurtful on so many levels. So, yeah, after, you know, the backlash, they said, whoa, 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 we actually, you know, we're sorry. We, we, we made a mistake. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a little, it's a little too little too late. Um, it, it's a very frustrating situation to see played out again and again and again on either harsher or more subtle tones and levels. But it's racism all the same to me. So, you know, when I heard this story, I, I just definitely wanted to talk about it. Um, you can say, oh, it's a small thing. It's participation trophies anyway. But this is a thing where it's like, look, you see everyone get a trophy, but yet this one black girl. For what reason? And these motherfuckers are going to say, oh, no, it's not that. That's not the reason why. It was just a mistake. It was a misunderstanding. But, like, you also see in how they carried themselves throughout the whole process of this. And I, I know I'm, I'm never doing a good job explaining these fucking events. I'm just, uh, this is scuffed. I'm hard on myself today. But at the end of the day... You can see that if this was someone else, someone more prominent, someone more important, probably someone of a different skin tone, you definitely see a different kind of reaction from start to finish. And so, yeah, that's why I wanted to call it out. That's why I wanted to fucking talk about it. I know this kind of seemed like small potatoes to some people. It's like, what, this is just a little bit of a, a gymnastics kid thing. Why, why, why is this news? But racism should be news. Any kind of shit like this should be talked about. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going to put a microphone to it. For sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. All right. Um, we have one more thing to talk about. And it's good news. It's good news. No one's going to die. And that's dope. <laughs> um, also, it's not, like, negative. I'm not, like, queuing you up. Uh, granted, I, I, you know, the news does make itself. This could change. You know, it's not, it's not in stone. But yeah, let me go ahead and uh, cheers, uh, take my little break, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll finish this off hopefully strong. Oh my days. Okay, we're back. From the Associated Press. Screenwriters wait to learn <laughs> wait to learn terms of deal with Hollywood Studios to end historic strike. Stream <coughs> oh. 
Screenwriters waited <coughs> Monday to learn what their five-month strike won and prepared for a possible return to work after their union reached an agreement with studio executives that could help end the walkouts and brought Hollywood to a standstill. So, woohoo! You know, I'll, I'll hold my applause until I hear all the details. But it seems that like we are on the precipice of at least wrapping this up for the writers. Now, granted, the Screen Actors Guild Association, you know, SAG-AFTRA, they're gonna still be at it. They're still looking intently to see what's coming out of this um, WGA, um, you know, settlement and everything with Hollywood. But I'm excited. I'm stoked, and I don't, really, I don't really, really watch TV like that anymore. But at the end of the day, this is a union W, and we love to see it. Uh, let's see here. The governing boards of two branches of the Writers Guild of America are likely to vote on a contract Tuesday. With their approval, writers will then vote on the deal, and the strike can officially end. Network shows, including NBC's Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, who's technically making his own side news for, like, you know, being an alcoholic and, like, abusing the set in his own weird, cringe way. Uh, but that's news for maybe another day. Uh, but then there's also Jimmy Kimmel Live. There's also um, Bill Maher, fucking boo, you fucking asshole. But also Drew Marymore, cry, 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 but oh, it's okay. Um, you know, they're going to ho hopefully be coming back with this writer's uh, strike being wrapped up too. So yay for that. Awesome. We love to see that. Sure, sure, sure. All of the above. We all got to get up, huh? We all make mistakes too. And it's okay. <laughs> uh, details of the agreement have not been yet made public or even shared with the writers themselves. So this is why you see why I'm not like, you know, pounding the table, clapping, 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 pissing, shitting, farting. Uh, but the WGA said in an email to members that the deal was exceptional with meaningful gains and protections for the writers in every sector of membership of the membership. So that's good. Um, I get the feeling that most likely the pay is still not going to be as great as it should be because it never is. But <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I'm just going to let it rip. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, the AI talk, you know. Also, one thing, I have a, a computer friend, and they do the thing where they don't say AI, because it's really not AI to me. I've made this fucking argument before. It's machine learning, which, you know, you can argue is just saying AI for long, but I do feel like when you say AI, it always conjures up something it shouldn't, and um, I don't know. That's a whole other thing. But, you know, we've talked about how the conversation of saying, hey they are literally going to try to use our likeness and then just not use us anymore and just like use weird shitty copies of us and like run that as like actors or extras or whatever and we want to make sure that doesn't happen so i'm getting the feeling and the vibe that that's going to be something that's handled um you know once again maybe not so much on how much money but hopefully like residuals will get sorted out because ever since we've kind of gone to this netflix streamer model a lot of, um, you know, actors are just not beginning the pay that they're used to. And there was really supposed to be a changing here and an evolution of that from these talks. So hopefully we'll see some of that. Um, but yeah, you know, um, there'll definitely be more. I don't really want to, you know, bog you down too much here on the on the talk talk here. Because, um, you know, we'll be here again uh, talking about some of the details when I get them. And then also, uh, hopefully... Like I said, with SAG-AFTRA, they'll hopefully be wrapping up and getting a, you know, contract eked out too. So, once again, yay for unions. We love to see it. 
and uh, that's the episode. Um, sorry, I do the thing where I'm self-deprecating. I definitely did that a lot this episode. Um, you know, writer's notes. Sorry about that. You know, I, it's one of those days. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and supporting just by listening, just by being there and just, you know, that's dope. You're awesome. Hearts for that. Uh, if you'd like to support, take that to another level financially, whoo, uh, patreon.com says news. If you'd like to support the effort in that way, you do become a newsie at the top of the month, which is coming up soon. I shout you out. I plug a project you're on, you know, keep it in the family, my newsy family. Uh, also, free ways to hit me up, news one at gmail.com. And then I'm on all the socials. Please subscribe to my YouTube. I literally got clowned by one of my friends because they have more YouTube subscribers than me. And they were like, doing me the backhanded compliment. So like, thanks for that. But like, also, fuck you. Um, yeah, we need more subscribers. Uh, mainly because I want to get monetized one day in the grand old future. I'd love to see that. But uh, yeah, I just, you know, it helps out. So you can help me out that way. That would be good dope. Uh, let's see. Also, all the thumbs up. Also, all the reviews. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. Hopefully, I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.